1: Today, I am calm, and I will stay calm and cool. I will remain inside of myself, peaceful, calm.
0: Vibrations Control. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everyone. That was Paul Lefniger from Canada and an incredible artist that was Breathe. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna. We're broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum, and we had a very uh, bittersweet experience yesterday. Some of our wonderful dear friends, Sonia and Kartik, both scientists and doctors, have relocated and Chicago has inherited two incredible minds. So I wanted to just give them a shout out and let them know that we already miss you dearly and hopefully we'll still be able to stay connected even though we're a few thousand miles from each other. I hope this show finds you all well and in your own inner light, the light that shines bright when you're being kind, thoughtful, understanding, loving, wise, And even your light can shine when sometimes you offer a person-respected space when it's just needed. It's not a space out of animosity or a space out of negative vibrations, but it's just a space knowing that everybody needs their time to be absolutely creative and open and to be able to germinate their own vibrations and their own narrative rather than always being a collective influence of so many voices and ideas. Stay tuned. We're going to be having a conversation with Dr. Jacob Liberman, and he's going to be talking about his book, Luminous Light, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of of living. And before we get Jay on, I'm going to turn the lines to Sister Gita, and she's going to read us a beautiful, one of her nice little poems of the day. Sister Gita. Good morning.
2: What a wonderful day it is. And it doubles if internally I feel wonderful. So the art of thinking by our special soul, Sister Genty from UK. For most people, Today, more information than ever before is available about the world around us. Nevertheless, we often grow up with only a limited understanding and awareness of the world inside of us. Our thoughts, feelings, attitudes, and emotions. Even when we do take closer look at some of these internal goings-on, we tend to feel that they are largely dictated by external events. However, that need not be so. Improved knowledge of the deeper self and the inner landscape over which the mind ranges can immeasurably improve the quality of life's journey, providing orientation, widening horizons, and opener opening up to new directions. Mind Maps is a series of short spiritual guides to help the traveler along the way. The first stop is I am a soul. And as a soul, my original nature is purity, peace, love, bliss. This is my truth. The other situations are acquired. Do we want to hold on to acquired things or original state? Let's think about this. This is the mind map.
0: Om Shanti. Thank you so much. You read sweetly as usual. We always appreciate your sharing, Sister Kita. The American Meditating Radio is proud to welcome Dr. Jacob Lieberman. He is a pioneer in the fields of light, vision and consciousness and the author of several books including Luminous Life, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of Living, set for publication in early 2018. Originally trained as an optometrist and vision scientist, his life changed in 1976 after the miraculous healing of his own eyesight, leading him into a deeper understanding of light and the signs of life. Having helped countless individuals recover their eyesight, he began to understand the words of Jonathan Swift, real vision is the ability to see the invisible. Dr. Liberman has addressed more than 2,000 live audiences worldwide and has been endorsed by award-winning artists, Hall of Fame athletes, and luminaries in science, spirituality, and medicine. His work has been featured in countless journals, television, radio, and print media, and today we're honored to welcome Dr. Liberman to America Meditating Radio. Welcome, my brother, and Om Shanti.
3: Thank you. It's, um, it's so sweet to be here with you today.
0: Mm, What an incredible discovery. What was happening in your consciousness when something shifted so dramatically that it restored your eyesight?
3: Um, When you said what was happening within my consciousness, um, I was not there as I know myself. Something magical occurred. Um, I had been Originally trained in meditation in 1971, and I was involved in my daily meditation practice. And I had what today would be called an out of body experience, but this was in 1976. This was 40 years ago. I had never even heard of that term. But in the midst of my meditation, I was very much aware of my body, of the room there was something that was aware and could literally see everything in the room uh, with total clarity, not just optical clarity, but there was a level of clarity where there were no questions, no answers. Everything was just a field of quiescence. And the sense um, was as if The seeing was happening from everywhere simultaneously. I don't even know how to describe that in words, but when I came out of my meditation, even though I had removed my glasses prior to sitting in meditation, everything was crystal clear. And I drove to my office uh, in a state of amazement to examine my own eyes, which I had never done, Uh, to see what had occurred, because this was impossible, at least based on everything that I had been told and taught in my professional training. And so initially I checked my eyesight, and I could see 300% better. Mm. And so I said, my gosh, you know, how could this be? And so I then placed myself behind my instrumentation that I was normally uh, measure the prescription of my patient's eyes, and I could not see what I was doing in terms of changing of the lenses because I was behind the device and moving the dials with my fingers at the same time. However, when I finished checking my eyes with the best prescription for the right and left eye, I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll step out from behind the device and the device will say zero, no prescription. But when I came out, it showed the exact optical measurements that were in my glasses. In other words, I'd had a 300% improvement in eyesight with no change to my eyes. And then Mm -hmm. I had the revelation of a lifetime.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: We don't see Mm -hmm. from the eyes. And so Mm -hmm. then who is the we that is seeing? And that led me into the journey that has now lasted for 40 years. I should tell you that I'm 69 now. I have never had a pair (laughs) of glasses on my face since that day for distance or reading either one, which is quite amazing to me.
1: Mm -hmm. At
3: the same time, my eyes, Show that I have a lot of astigmatism. I used to be nearsighted then, I'm farsighted now. But what's amazing to me is that it invited me to begin to recognize that I was not all the activity that I noticed within the body, and I was not all the mental activity that we're continually aware of. There's we call thinking, but is most of the time worrying. But Mm -hmm. what I call I or me is just the field of awareness that notices this phenomenon. And so uh, over the last 40 years, it's been um, a continual process. And now you might say I live without a net. I... Everything in my life is live Uh, when I'm asked Mm. to speak. I do not prepare anything. And what I have come to discover is that something is guiding us, not just occasionally, continually. And the reason this uh, new forthcoming book is titled Luminous Life, How the Science of Light Unlocks the Art of Living is because, you know, we have an expression we often hear. We say, it caught my eye. Mm
1: -hmm. But we
3: rarely, if ever, question what the it that caught my eye and why it caught my eye. And the it is the light, the same light the Bible refers to as God, the same light that we equate with consciousness, the same light Mm -hmm. the physicists describe as the ground of reality, that which is totally invisible and just as a plant literally orients itself and positions itself to receive the light directly and that light nourishes every aspect of the life of a plant. The same thing occurs with animals and the same thing occurs with humans and so light which Everyone, of course, thinks, oh, I can see the light, but light is actually invisible. What we experience Mm -hmm. is brightness. And so the invisible light that catches the eye causes the eye to reflexively turn toward it. The body reorients itself. And in that instance, when that connection and that congruence and coherence exists, that's what we call presence. And in that instance, we receive our directive. And that directive is not, from my experience, something that I'm thinking about.
1: It's something
3: that is just so clear that it's choiceless. Something just moves me in that direction.
0: Jacob, let me hop in here. I think that you've shared so much And as I'm listening, uh, I definitely would love us to have this uh, conversation as an engaging one because it's a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. And as you speak of this invisible light, could I be bold enough to ponder, is this invisible light um, a higher consciousness, a divine entity? Some might call it Allah or God or Jehovah. Is it that what you're saying is we are so much in our way that we're not actually able to experience this divine light, which I might call God or the supreme energy or Baba, that actually exists for all of us to have access to, where it could do wonders. You know, To me, the light of consciousness is where moving out energies in my, in my body, in my subtle consciousness, that's creating certain illnesses. That's manifesting certain illnesses. And to what extent can I allow this perhaps loving, subtle light energy to move that energy out of my system that's blocked to somehow create you know, better well-being? So here's my point. Is this invisible light that you spoke of so beautifully, would you say that it is connected to the higher source? And the only reason why we're not experiencing it now is just because we're so much in ourselves?
3: It is that highest place. It is the essence of, of everything, including what we call us. It is that, that spaciousness. And, you know, I always say awareness is curative. There is something that is animating everything. We, we notice planets revolve around the sun. What is animating the movement of, of those planets on each of their orbit, you might say their life's journey, is exactly what is animating the movement of a tree, the movement of the wind, the movement of everything, even the voice that's speaking right now. And what it's animating is everything to fulfill its reason for being. And so the light that you describe and that I'm speaking about is the same light and my senses from my own direct experience is that it's almost like a case of mistaken identity Uh, from very early on based on our conditioning we have come to believe that we are that voice that sometimes or very often we hear within the mind, and we believe that that is the choice maker. However, there is something else going on behind the scenes because when we think that we are making a choice, the choice has already been made 7 to 10 seconds before that, and neuroscientists can literally see that the brain is already moving in a certain direction. And, of course, the brain is not initiating the action. It is merely recording what its directive is, what its movement is designed to be from that highest light that you speak of. And so, for me, uh, there's been a, a gradual awakening that I am not that voice. I am that which is noticing that voice. As an example people look up at the sky during the day and they see the sun and they say there's light coming from the sun. And if they look at the sky during the night, they will say, oh, the light is coming from the moon. But in fact, there is no light that's emitted from the moon. That is merely reflected light. And so when we look at the conscious mind or the ego and we believe that it is the source of the light. Uh, It is merely a a mirror that is reflecting what you might call the light of God um, through its ideas and beliefs. And the reason this is so important is that we believe that our beliefs are true. However, if you look up, uh, if you go into a thesaurus, you will see that belief means the same as idea or theory. However, when you look at the antonym of belief, the opposite of the word belief, one of the words that is the opposite of the word belief is truth. And so when Jesus said, the truth shall set you free, I think what we're speaking about is uncovering Something that is not continually changing, which we might say is true in this moment and not true in the next, right. but a level of truth that cuts through everything. Mm, and which
0: is what we need now in the world today because we're living in such an age of deception that I think that if we're not in a level of our own truth, how do we survive um, what we're witnessing today in our own lives and maybe just in the world consciously? You know, I want, before I end our conversation, I want to talk about your upcoming book, Uh, Luminous Life. And what was it that inspired you to begin to put pen to paper and have that story unfold from
3: within you? You know, um, 26 years ago, uh, my first book, Light Medicine of the Future, came out, and it was talking about biological effects of light and that the primary purpose of light is to bring us into a state of oneness because the light that enters the eye is continually guiding every aspect of our physiology to be in a state of harmony with Mother Nature. So light itself is bringing us toward that awakening, towards that delightment, if you will. Uh, I then uh, worked on a book that had to do with vision. It was called Take Off Your Glasses and See. And then I did a book called Wisdom from an Empty Mind. But this newest book, Luminous Life, is not about how to utilize light or how to improve vision naturally. It's talking about what I mentioned before, that everything in this universe is continually being guided. And awareness is curative. When we recognize the truth of that, by merely looking in Mother Nature, and noticing that it is happening everywhere, then that truth can become contagious within our own awareness. As an example, uh, I live in Maui, Hawaii. Every year, the whales, the humpback whales come from Alaska. They make a journey of 10,000 miles to come to Hawaii. They don't have Mm. GPS systems. They don't have compasses. They don't have maps. But regardless of weather conditions and yearly currents, the whale's journey never varies by more than one degree. Something is moving them. We Mm -hmm. see this with flocks of birds and schools of fish. Something is moving them. We think that we are animating ourselves. We think that we are doing things but something is in fact moving us. And even those times when we believe we're off track, something is moving us through something we need to experience in order to gain the insight to recognize this that we are speaking about. And so, yes, this is the most, this is such a critical time
0: for Mm -hmm, this awakening.
3: You know, mm-hmm. I often I say love them. is the answer regardless of the question. And it feels so true right now. And um, as I was listening to you about just sharing loving kindness, just thanking someone that's taken care of you at a rest or mm-hmm. sharing something sweet when you see someone's heart, even though you don't even know who they are. I'm visiting New York City right now. And I get the opportunity to do that all the time. And people mm-hmm. are so deeply touched just by that moment of sharing our humanity. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's really all about that.
0: Exactly. It's just, exactly. Yeah. Mhm It's about yeah. the human heart, really. It's about the human ri- heart, which is where the light shines.
1: Um, yeah, Jacob, so just, you've
0: got to yeah. come back and share us a little bit more. um I we'll have to unfortunately end our conversation, but where can we find more information about you and your work and I think your book is gonna be released in twenty eighteen so yes, just in, come back and early... let us know how it's gonna do
3: oh i'm i'm' we'll do that and um. Our web address is Jacob dot org and my last name is spelled L I B as in Boy E R M A N and people can visit the site and they see a little bit of, of um what my life is about, which is really all I do is is just share what I've come to uncover and, and hope that um I can make a small contribution while I'm here. Okay.
0: I'm sure you do, Dr. Lieberman. Thank you so much for joining us on the air. All the very best.
3: Have a blessed day.
0: You too. So try to see that light, everyone. Get out of your own way so that God's divinity can shine through your consciousness. And if God's energy of purity and peace and love and kindness can absolutely engulf your spirit, your conscious inner of the soul, the, your beingness. Maybe it can become a, a means of the real kind of medicine that we've been looking for, the kind of cure that we're looking for in many things. I believe it happens. I know that um, there really is something very mystical in, uh, connected to it. It's like a moment of silence that meets a wisdom or a moment of surrender in yourself where that magic happens and God's energy says, I will take care of you. And when I think of God's energy, I think of a quality that has been lacking in the soul, in my personality, which perhaps might have been the reason for my illness. And so getting back to that energy of light has been the the key. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. Join us at MGM Grand Ballroom on Sunday, July 2nd, 3.30 to 6 p.m. as we celebrate 20 years of service in the nation's capital. Come on over to Washington for the 4th of July week, and I guarantee it's going to be very, very special. We have uh, Sister Shivani, myself, stories from friends, uh, Kristen Hoffman, the comedian Dan Dan Nainan, the Abigail Francisco School of Classical Ballet, Mudra Arts Indian Classical Dancers will be with us, and so much more, free of charge. Voluntary contributions are appreciated. Just go to our website at Meditation Museum. Give us a healthy donation so we can keep offering what we do. Thank you always for joining us, and please be well, and keep your light in your eyes. Here is Namu. Take care.